Um, you may have been reading the news during the week and you probably saw 61 News uh, the other day as well there last week. Uh, a former Terenure College teacher and rugby coach, John McLean, for decades abused his position of trust and molested nearly two dozen pupils, if not more, in a South Dublin school. Last Thursday, McLean, 76 years of age, of Casimir Avenue, uh, Harold's Cross, Dublin, was sentenced to eight years in prison after pleading guilty to charges of indecently assaulting 23 pupils between 1973 and 1990. Some people say eight years just wasn't enough. Well, one of those pupils was Damien Hetherington, and uh, Damien joins us on the air. Good afternoon, Damien. Good afternoon, Nigel. How are you? Damien, I watched you on 6-1 News the other night. Clearly, you weren't elated because it's not something you feel elated for, but the one thing that struck with me was that you said you had waited so many years for this to actually to get justice, I suppose. And, you know, when was... I mean, when did you make your first complaint in relation to, to John McLean? Well, I didn't... Uh, Nigel, I didn't make it until uh, 2017 when, when the rest of everybody else came forward. And why, why was no. that? Was, was it a case of a lot of people feel that no one's going to believe me? or Is, is that the reason why people wait so long, I suppose? Well, I don't know. Number one, when, you're, when it happens and you're that age, you don't, you, number one, you're just starting to learn about life and you're probably, as a child, wondering, is this part of it? Yeah. Um, you, was it, wasn't me, it wasn't my own fault. Did I let you? Yeah. Yeah. Sh- yeah. yeah. I mean, I was only 12, 13 when it happened. I know, you know. I know. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. Uh-huh. Uh, you kind of then you'd be afraid to say it to the other lads in school in case it'd be calling you all sorts of names, even though a lot of them probably had the same and, experience. And what was I mean, without being too too cruel a bit of what was his, uh, Yeah, what was his MO like? I mean, did he get people on their own or did he do it in a group or I mean what he, was his, what was his MO? He did both. What he did to me he did in the classroom. Right. And he pulled his gown around me. He used to always sit on the edge of the desk. He loved showing off his whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he'd always be walking around the class with his hand in the pocket, playing with himself more or less. Yeah. And uh, he, what he did to me was, because I had a run-in with him over a, an essay that he didn't give me back. Um, I'm not a run-in, I questioned him. Yeah. So, you know, he called me up to the front of the class and he sat me in between his legs and he put the gown. He always used to love to wear the gown. Yeah. You know, some of the teachers did them down there, you know. Oh, I, remember, uh, I remember the gowns. I went to Dallas uh, College yeah. and I remember the gowns. Oh, yeah. then, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they had the big and, wide uh, pockets, the big wide pockets on the gowns. Yeah. yeah I don't, and uh, he wrapped that around me and spent 10 minutes pleasuring himself. But anyway... Uh, Mm. So is it, maybe that was a kink of his doing it on front, you know, where he wasn't in plain sight, if you know what I mean. But, but this is but the thing, they had, they had so much power, these people, that they didn't care who saw them. Do you know what I mean? Because, absolutely, because they believed they had so much power and authority that nobody would question. You know, I wasn't going to go home and say to my father, I don't know why, now, of course. Yeah. I mean, if that had happened to one of mine, I'd love him to go you'd expect it. Oh, I don't tell you. But anyway, yeah. I mean, you, you talk you talk about your father, by the way, very affectionately. The fact that he worked his hours off, basically, to pay for I your fees, it. you know, and yeah. you know that had a huge bearing in your education. But you didn't get to do your intercert at the time. No, and he was a great man. He only died a couple of years ago. Yeah, three Sorry, months dear, after my mother. My condolences. Know. My condolences. Uh, to you. Two of them went within three months. But anyway, yeah. Um, so, I mean, he he took a lot of the lads. Then, as you've read in the reports, I mean, he. One friend of mine, he took him under the into the dressing room under the concert hall. We used to call it where the, where the plays would be on. Yeah, and he molested him 
him there, but he wasn't the only one he did that to. Um, he wasn't the only one at it in there, too. You know, there was one particular fella in the junior school who there's a lot of investigation. He's dead since. But um, when I say the junior school, you went into the junior school after your communion. Ballyrone, I was. And so Yeah, for, oh, sorry, for people who didn't know, it's a town yeah. your college we're talking about here, of course. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah but uh, what I'm saying is, you went in there as a the primary as well, like, you know. Yeah. And he was in the primary school, and he'd wait in the toilets in the morning. And some of us, you know, he'd be fond of you. And some of us kind of, as kids, we just thought, this is normal, I suppose, you know. Yeah. But anyway, eventually... This is a person of authority, and, and sure, who yeah. am I to question this? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I understand how that can happen. This particular priest was loved by all the mammies, including yeah. mine. And they wouldn't have believed a word of it, you know. And did anybody... I mean, I, mean, I mean, were their tongues wagging at the time? I mean... Oh. Because I I remember when I was in when I was in the Christian Brothers school there was priests who were or Christian brothers who were notorious, um, and, and it seemed to be quite a common problem within particularly in Christian Brothers schools, and and they were notorious and and everybody kind of knew it was like some sort of no, it wasn't even a secret everybody kind of knew ah oh, don't stand too close to him now or what was there stories like that about him? Oh, absolutely, he yeah. was he was the top man there himself and the other fellow in the junior school were top. They stayed away from them. But you know yourself, as you just said, you'd often hear students saying that. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, there was great teachers and great priests in that school. It's like everything. But, yeah, well, when we say there were great priests and great teachers, and the same in the school I went to, there was a few, as time went on, there was like, why didn't they do something? I'm sure they're... I'm sure they're saying that to themselves now. But it, I mean, nobody challenged it back right yeah. since the eighties. Nobody yeah. kind of. Yeah, it was just like unspoken about. And if you know, unless you actually saw it, it was just all rumor. You yeah, know? yeah. So I mean, I wouldn't blame the teachers of the time who were probably, you know, they were in fear of authority themselves. They were a lot of them were young teachers that so just you yeah. know that weren't long there. He himself was a young teacher when he started there in 1966. Like what he did to me, when he did that to me, he's only, in the end of the day, he's only 15 years older than me, you know? Yeah. There was a lot of young teachers there at the time. But, and then, then I used to hear people giving out about the Christian brothers, and I often said to the people over the years, geez, you think they were bad? Sure, the Carmelites were just bad. Yeah. You know? Oh, so, yeah. But I also remember when a big story hit the headline. About it was a horrific. I forget what it was, but it was the Christian Brothers thing. As it started to come out, and I was out in questions and answers there one night in the audience. Nothing to do with this. Just happened to be there, and McCreevy was on the panel. He was minister for finance. He was minister of science, so he mm-hmm. senior minister on the panel. And John Bowman. That was the very first question. John Bowman turned to him and said. What can you say about it? And McCreevy, and I always remember him saying, I said, he was right. He said, before I say anything, he said, I want to make a point that the Christian Brothers gave me and thousands like me a great education. But, of course, there was the bad apples and the violence and everything, you know, so they weren't all bad. No, 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 and, and they weren't all bad. Mind, <laughs> mind you, in the school I went to, the, the, and when I say, and they weren't all sexually abusing children or anything like that, by the mm-hmm. imagination, but they were quite abusive in the way they thought. But in saying that, yes, we did get a good education. A lot of us did get a good education, but you got more than an education, unfortunately, and something that will stay with you for the rest of your life. I'm not sure I was going out of it, but I was 14 or 15. Oh, I know, I know. So I, I, know. Like I, was read, I was reading the report there and, and how it affected your life. And, and 
you know, for those who haven't read the report, you know, going forward in your life then as an adult, how did that affect your life when you thought back of, you know, what I suppose happened to you and, and, and you know, blaming yourself in some, as you said at the start, because you kind of thought, well, is that what's supposed to happen? You know what I mean? Because that's what authority does. How did that affect your life then? Well, it affected me, I suppose. As a young fella, you'd probably be wondering about your sexuality. It's just mm. the way I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Which I wasn't. Uh, confidence. I never had any confidence then. Yeah. You know, I, I can't believe that I went on the telly there until tonight. Well, and even on here with you, I've been on so far. But confidence is a thing I always lacked. Yeah. I always reckoned, uh, you know, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. Yeah. He'd also... Particularly that day that he did that to me, it was over an essay that we all had to write and he told me how stupid I was and how dumb my one was, you know, and these things stick with you. And are you kind of cautious of authority now, I suppose, in some way as well, because authority took advantage of you? Yeah, well, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. be a fan of authority. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know what it's down to that, but sure, it's played a big part in it. Yeah. But when you came forward, sorry for interrupting, but when you came forward in yeah, no, 2017, um, uh, when you came forward first, how was that handled then? Do you believe it was handled appropriately? Do you believe, do you think you were believed at the time? And I mean, obviously there was a lot of cooperating stories because obviously there was 23 individuals that came forward and, and gave evidence in relation to this particular individual. So <clears throat> do you, do you believe that you, it was handled properly? No. Okay. I believe the particular guard that took this my statement and took statements from other people didn't handle it properly. That's a fact. He probably didn't handle it at all. He was 20 years there and he's been since transferred. But when all the other cases came in and they realised, obviously, there was truth in this. And if it wasn't Niall, I don't know what your feelings are about Gemma, Gemma O'Doherty, but she started the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. She wrote about it when nobody else would look at us, dare look at us. Yeah. I mean... As I said, I hate to use the expression again, but the dogs in the street were barking about. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. McLean. And she wrote about it, and she contacted us, and some of us contacted her. And she encouraged us along. She mothered us along to go. You know, fair play to her. Fair play to her. And, and make and the statements. And she, I would not have walked in the door of, of Turnier Garda Station and made that statement. And, and you know what? This is, this is something that's replicated over the last four or five years, for example, in relation to tune babies. If it wasn't for Alison O'Reilly, the journalist of the Daily Mail at the time, we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't have heard all those stories and we wouldn't, that wouldn't have gone out into the open and it would have been just dragged along and covered up and everything else. And, oh, and, what, baffles and, me about, yeah, what baffles me about that is any civilised country would have had that sealed off immediately absolutely. and the forensic teams would yeah. have been in, sealed off and... And, and the same, and you're, you're thanking a journalist, of course, that Gemma O'Doherty would have been a journalist yeah. at the time, and, yeah. and still is to this day. And, yeah. and she helped you and encouraged you and the other victims to come forward and, and to tell your story. And, and fair yeah. play to her. You know, she deserves she the credit there. for that. And she was there on Thursday, and I was delighted she was there on Thursday to see the culmination of her hard work. Do you think eight years yeah. was enough? Well, no, but no. if you look at other fellas, as I said, I wouldn't have been surprised if he walked out the door. I mean, you look at some of the sentences, it's unbelievable. I won't say his name, but there's one particular judge that's famous for it. Mm-hmm. He's letting them off a suspended sentence. He's actually having fingers pointed at him on social media. Yeah, well, I, I, I can't get into that on the air, no, Damien. No, okay. I know, I know. No, no, I get it. But, but in, in relation to the sentence, that what would be taken into consideration, I suppose, is the man's age. He was 76 years of age. And yeah. the argument is, Asher, he won't see the light of day because he may not live to get out of prison. But do you believe that 
when somebody is older, we even talked about this in the office earlier on today because we were talking about you, Damien, your ears must have been burning. But we were saying that when somebody's old, should that be taken into consideration at time of sentence? Because the argument is, is that eight years to somebody who's 76 is very different to eight years to somebody who's 25 because at 25, you've still your whole life ahead of you, even if you do eight years in jail. Well, you won't do eight, you'll do six minimum uh, or maximum. So uh, does it, should it matter how old somebody is? I think that would nearly depend on the offence. Yeah. But certainly of an offence of this depravity. Absolutely. He should have at least got eight years. And uh, it's an awful thing to say, I, just because he is an old man. No, I'd leave, him, know, there. I, I'd one, leave him there, lock the door and leave him there. Yeah. yeah. For one second, for one or two seconds, I looking at him in the dock. And I, I had to nearly hit myself because I was nearly feeling sorry for him. Sitting there, a man of his years looked, you can imagine how he looked, Apart from the age he is, but what he was going through, what he had been exposed, and for one or two seconds, now in my mind immediately, I kind of felt a bit sorry for him. Did he see, did he age. seem remorseful, Damien, when you looked at him? No, did he, he wasn't seem... remorseful whatsoever. At any point, at any point, did he look at any of you at all with remorse? No, no, never no. looked toward, never looked in our direction at all. You know, so. And then, and, know, and the charges were of indecently assaulting twenty-three pupils. That's twenty-three that we know about, of course. Yeah. Between 1973 sure. and 1990. Yeah. And what I have to drive home to people now is, come forward. I mean, who would have thought 47 years? Yes, 47 yeah. years later. To get justice. He's paid yeah. to get justice. And I really, that's, and over my years in driving the taxi at night and in Dublin, and I meet loads of people, particularly when there's, the rugby is on and that to be meet. And I've heard stories from lads in the car about others schools like Turner yeah. College yeah. you know they, just like you said to me earlier on about one particular person like you know yeah, yeah. It's all, there's one or two in every so school I, but, but I, I remember I can remember the day I went into Dallas Hall College and I was only 11 years of age and I remember some of the lads the, the other students who'd been second and third year and you kind of made friends with them very quickly and they'd bring you along the way you know they give you all the tips and advice yeah, yeah, and it was always uh, keep an eye on him stay away from him Every day, when the bell goes, when everyone's going up and down the stairs, they purposely go up and down the stairs so they can have a feel. And I'm going, what? Ah, yeah, he's well known for it, well known for it. And yeah, I'm going, yeah. that it was kind of common in those days, which was awful. And you were almost prepared for that kind of carry on. And it was awful. Yeah. And you, you talk about it for a minute and then you just go on talk about something else. Yeah. You know, it was kind of, it was kind of like it was there and that was it. Deal with it. I, now, I understand times were very different, but that was never acceptable, by the way. You know, sexual abuse is never acceptable, no matter what time it was. But but the way we reacted to things like that was very different yeah. in those days. Absolutely. I mean, things thankfully have changed enormously. In the Absolutely. Years, thankfully. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I've I mean what, what, what made you come true. forward? I mean, you obviously waived your right to anonymity. Um, yeah. And what made you want to do that? Uh, well, I didn't really think about it. <laughs> right, okay, you just said, I'm going to do this to make sure other people come forward too. Paul, Paul Reynolds, who was extremely nice, very good. Paul Reynolds asked me when I was coming out, he said, do you want to talk? And I I thought another few lads were going to talk anyway. Yeah. I didn't. But anonymity, that doesn't bother me. I, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I thought it might afterwards. I'm thinking, you know, that embarrassed my kids now and everything. But no, everybody has been unbelievably supportive. Support. There's neighbours dropping in bottles of whiskey to me. People I hardly know around the neighbourhood. The amount of goodwill that I've got through Twitter and Facebook yeah. is un- unreal. I know, the amount of support you've got. Yeah. 
yeah. it means an awful lot, yeah. Absolutely. Look, but so, people are behind you, and I watched you on the news the other night as well there on RT News, uh, and it was great to see, you know, RT News were there doing the right thing, of course. Did, yeah. Now, the Irish Times, of and course, have contacted a couple of the school's prominent alumni, but none of them wished to comment on the abuse revelations. But I know the college themselves did put out a statement as well, apologising, so, you know. And then I went on to, uh, I decided to go on to turn your college shooter page. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found I was blocked. Oh, I, I heard about that. Now, I, th- and I, I don't know why. I believe it was anyway, on my accident. They unblocked you, so well, maybe uh, that's, that's what I'm about to say. They've since unblocked. They said yeah. it was an error. But an I mean, error. why would yeah. somebody go in and search my name and block me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After being on the news. Yeah. Well, that seemed to be. But regards the anonymity, anyway. Again, if yeah. I if I was to walk out that door again today, I'd do the same thing. Because it's got to be said for other victims, for other survivors of this horrendous crime mm-hmm. in schools all over the country. And it's not just public, but private schools, so fee-paying schools. It, well, it seemed to be more prominent in the, pay, the fee-paying schools. Or maybe we're only hearing about it. From we're the only hearing about yeah. it. Maybe, maybe those other children that weren't in fee-paying schools have just haven't come yeah. forward and talked about anything. That although well, they would have been trying to cover the fee-paying ones up for long enough, they yeah. did cover them up. Yeah. They let the Christian Brothers take the flag. Yeah, but at least this has hopefully opened some sort of. And Damien, from for your from your point of view, finally, it, does it help you to get on after forty-seven years and now getting justice? Although not the justice that you probably could have got, uh, maybe should have been longer. As I said, throw away the key. But do do you think it helps you to move on a little bit with your life? Well, it does, yeah. But I mean, my life didn't turn out too bad. I'm not a rich man by any means. I'm mm-hmm. just pottering along here. Um, we all work. Two, two of the kids are still at home with me. Yeah. Uh, there's no real pressure on. I never wanted. My means are very great. Wants are very small. Yeah. Like you know, um, but uh, it is nice to know that the justice is there and move on. But unfortunately, we're in a lockdown now. Can't even go and celebrate. No, you can't. You can't. And that's another thing. Now we know that domestic abuse has spiraled during this lockdown. Mm-hmm. What about? child abuse. I'm oh, sure yeah. oh, absolutely. there's plenty of that. Yeah. There's a lot more of that probably happening. Yeah, now. because because children are in the homes with the parents, yeah. maybe some of those parents were abusive parents, yeah. uh, and there's more opportunities now to be abusive. Yeah, yeah, and there's probably more drink taken because they're drinking absolutely. alcohol. Absolutely, absolutely. The porn family guys, vodka mm-hmm. instead of an normal one or something like that. Yeah. And there's children in danger again because of this circus that we're going through. Yeah, well, for the last twelve months. Oh, but that's well, another. That's well, another day. Well, it's not. It's every day. Unfortunately, we get to talk about it because there's some other part of that circus happens every single day. L- listen, Damien, I wish you well, uh, and I appreciate that. And, and I hope uh, it puts I, a bit of a full stop to the whole situation for you. But as I said, I agree with you. Eight years wasn't long enough. Um, door, the, the key should have been thrown away at this stage after after so many pupils being assaulted and decently assaulted by this man. Thank you very much indeed, and Damien. Can I just can I just before I finish, now, uh, thank you for. Um, like, there's only two kind of radio stations I would listen to at the moment is yourself and talk radio in London because at least you're giving the other side of the argument. I don't know how they haven't come down heavy on you at this stage but regards what's going on at the moment with this COVID thing. Well, I, appreciate, you're, you're, I appreciate that. You're, you're, you're a lifeline to so many people because at, le- at least, whether they're mad or not, at least you're letting the others give their side which, as we know, is not happening elsewhere. 
Oh, look, there's some genuine people on the other side. There is some, there is some mad people on the other side, Damien, too. But the mad people are on both sides. Trust me, there's some mad people up there in Leinster House as well. Well, actually, no, they're in the convention centre now. They're not in Leinster House anymore. Listen, oh, thanks. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 25 grand a day or something. Absolutely. Sure, get there, get the oh, rise soon. Wife, so. My <laughs> wife is working in, in the local Duns here, and she's been working since the start of it. Yep. As many, you, don't uh, get it, you don't get it in Duns, apparently. Or oh, no, no. Super value work. No, I'm not playing guns. I'm just saying supermarkets. Yeah, of course not. They seem to be immune to it for some strange reason. Listen, Damien, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate right, you coming man. on the air. All right, and I appreciate the compliments right. as well. Thank you very much indeed. All right, uh, there you go, Damien Hetherington, um, who was a victim of John McLean, who was jailed for eight years. Eight years he went well. He'll see the light of day probably after six, or maybe he'll go to the probation board and try and get out quicker than that as well. Anyway, he abused or was accused and charged of indecently assaulting twenty-three pupils between nineteen seventy-three and nineteen ninety in Terenure College. He's a former Terenure College teacher and rugby coach, and I'm sure there are many other people who have been victims of his uh, listening today. Listen, thank you very much indeed, to Damien, and thank you to Damien as well for wa- waiving his right to anonymity, uh, and so as other people can come forward as well.